boy is back. I think it's been close to two weeks since... Here, wait. It's been close to two weeks, or over two weeks since I did the last podcast. The last one should have... It should have kept you busy. They were like three hours long, if you listened to all of it. But I'm back. Can't remember what I was doing uh, last time I did a podcast. I think I was already working for Amazon. But, um, so, an update on what's been going on the last couple weeks. Um, I... Finally got another job, and I started doing that yesterday. I deliver for Korean Barbecue Company. I don't deliver to customers. I deliver to restaurants, so I'm delivering like marinade and sauces and noodles, things like that. Anything you would find in a Korean restaurant, I'm probably delivering it. And it's pretty, it's not bad. You know, it's it's Monday to Wednesday, 15 an hour. It, it's pretty simple. Uh, it's a lot of heavy lifting, which I almost fucked my back up for not lifting right. But I uh, immediately corrected it and... I should be good, but it scared me for a second. I got like a little sample of like, hey, this is your body reaching out, telling you like if you don't start lifting properly, you're going to fuck up your body. And I got the message loud and clear. And I went, after I, I got that little hint, it was immediate like, okay, we're, we're, we're fixing this. We're, we're being more mindful of this and no issues thus far. So right now I'm officially working seven days a week. And I, I'm still managing to do things outside of work. That, that was a big concern for me was, you know, would I be too tired to, to code, to read, to hike? Would I even have time to hike? And Turns out I do. Uh, daylight savings just began a few days ago, and it doesn't get dark until at least 8. I think in the summer it gets darker later, from what I've heard. But as of now, I could be out until 7.30 before I could, before I it's, it gets hard to see. And with Korean barbecue, I work at 8 in the morning to... Roughly 2 to 3 o'clock, depending on how fast I go. Because I have to drive all across Salt Lake City and outside of Salt Lake. And there's different locations I have to go to. But roughly 2 to 3 o'clock, I would say. Maybe further than that. But that gives me plenty of time to hike if I wanted to after work. I'm not completely tired after work. Um, I'm getting a schedule going. That That's one thing I do like about work is 
it makes it much easier to make a schedule because you have a, it's it makes things more rigid and i i prefer that so on days i work for amazon which is thursday now to sunday is i'll get up at 6 i'll work out for 30 minutes to an hour i'll get home i'll code for an hour i will read for an hour and that gives me another hour to kind of eat breakfast and things like that. So though that's been going pretty well. And now with this other job, Monday to Wednesday, I would still get up at 6. I could work out for an hour. Then I'll, I'll go to work for however long. I don't think I would be doing 8-hour days at this job. And I, I get off, like, early in the day. So there's a lot to do after work. I just coded. I read. Also, d during all this, I decided I was going to read a book a week. It's weird how... How I become more productive when I give myself more chores or more work I don't I don't get it cuz I mentioned before how when I was unemployed and I was in between jobs I was very productive during that time I was doing a lot of things like working out coding reading hiking uh other stuff but on days where I had a job, but it was my day off, that's when I was super lazy, and it was very hard to do things. But now that I'm working every single day, I'm more productive again. I, I don't know why. I, I, my guess is because... It, because it's very similar to being unemployed in the sense that I don't have, you know, like my days are set. You know, I know what I'll be doing the next day. Whereas if I'm working four days a week and I have three days off, um, suddenly I had a schedule and now I don't. Now I have to figure out what to do for three days. And that's when things become more fluid and hard. And I don't see, I don't even know if what I'm saying even makes sense to me. Uh, there, There is something similar to working every day and working no days. Because when I work every day, I know exactly what my schedule is. And I can work around my work schedule more easily. But on days where I'm working but have days off, those days off are uncertain. But when I'm unemployed, the days feel a little more certain because I know what I will be doing or won't be doing the next day, which is working. 
Whereas if I am working but have days off, I anticipate going back to work. So my in my head, I'm like, oh, might as well enjoy this couple days while I can because I have to go to work. But if I'm working every day, I don't really have that thought. I'm. This is me working out this thought right now because I don't know... I don't know how accurate it is. It's just it's just something interesting I've noticed. Is that if I'm unemployed or if I work every single day, I'm more productive at home. But if I work and have days off, I'm less productive on those days off. I don't get it, but either way, things are working out. And also, plus side, I'm making money. I'm making a pretty decent money for someone with no college degree or professional job. Or, what? Is that an oxymoron? Professional job? A, or, you know, a job worth having. <laughs> Uh, yeah, th- um, things are things are going good. Uh, at this rate, I could, I would have enough money to leave the apartment. I would have enough money to leave the apartment by mid-April, but the thing is. Um, by that time, I'll have to give a 30-day notice that I'm leaving in April and have to pay 30 days in advance before leaving the apartment. So in order for me to get the most out of my apartment, I, I should leave at the end of the month rather than somewhere in the middle of the month. That's how... That's how I'm thinking about it. So I would have enough money to leave by mid-April. But I I still need to give a 30-day notice, so I'm already past due for that. And I can't really give a 30-day notice at the end of March either because... So when I was unemployed for two weeks back in uh, February, I all my money went away like for rent and things like that. I barely had enough for March, and but now it's all coming back. But I can't give a thirty day notice and pay April's rent at the same time. But I can I can do that the next month in May. So. Hmm, let's, let's think about this. Yeah, well, fuck. Because, eh, yeah, I'd have to think about it a little more. Because I don't know how much money I'm going to have. Like 30 days prior to, to leaving the apartment, where I can still manage to leave at the end of the month rather than somewhere in the middle. 
if if anything, I'll just like okay, whatever. I'll pay the whole month, but leave half of the month or something like that. I don't know how that works. I'll I'll ask my landlord about it. We'll see. We'll we'll, we'll figure this out. But I'm still committed to to leaving the apartment and eventually getting a van. The more I think about it, maybe it makes more sense to get a van first and then leave the apartment. Obviously. But I I just want to start saving money. And I, I, I'm cool living in my car, my, my SUV. Um, it's not very roomy, but I've done it before. And that would add a thousand extra bucks a month of savings. <sighs> There's a lot of things to think about. I'm, I'm very tired a lot. <laughs> That's to be expected. I feel like my eyes are always just kind of drooping on the sides, but it's all good. I think this is good for me. It's the very opposite of what I've been doing, almost, where before I had four-day weekends and I was working three days. Now I'm working seven days a week with no weekends, pretty much. So I... I I did like a 180 with myself and it it's a it's a fun it's I shouldn't say fun but it's an interesting experiment because I am noticing differences in the way I go about my day while having these two jobs and that was kind of the point of all of this also I wanted to make more money faster um, I'm I'm advancing in coding. You know, I've completed three courses uh, on this thing I'm paying for, and I have two two left. And it's getting pretty tough, but I I'm I'm hanging in there, which is nice. Uh, the fact that I'm reading a book a week, I feel like my attentiveness has gotten better. I'm I'm paying more attention to things. And I, I tend to put my phone in airplane mode past 8 o'clock. I tend to. Not always, but I'm, it's becoming more and more so that I do that. And I appreciate that in myself. Uh, I'm, I'm slowly becoming less distracted by things. A lot of that has to do with the fact that I put my television in my closet... So, oh yeah, another reason I haven't made a podcast in a while was because I went through my weekly, my annual sickness. There's one week out of the year. It's sometime during the transition from winter to spring where I just, my throat just becomes a desert and it hurts to swallow and that's the first couple days where it's like that, and it gives me a headache. And then the next day, few days after that, I'm just sneezing up a storm. And this went on for about a week and a half or so. So during that period, I decided I'm just going to 
because I didn't want to do anything. I never left my bed on those days, not because I was sick. I didn't have a fever or anything. I just felt like shit. So I pulled out my television and finished Lord of the Rings. The second time I watched it while living in Utah. Both trilogies, by the way, Lord of the Rings and The Hobbits. The Lord of the Rings by themselves, the extended edition, is like 11 hours minimum. And The Hobbit adds maybe 8 or 9 hours, perhaps. Something like that. But I watched both of the trilogies twice while living here. <sighs> Damn it, Dalton. Why'd you get me into it? He's gonna... <laughs> I went, like, my whole life not really thinking about Lord of the Rings. I just kind of... I When I was young, I had a stigma with it. I had a stigma with a lot of movies. Movies like Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter... Star Wars. Star Wars, I still kind of have that stigma. But growing up, I looked at these movies as lame, dorky, or whatever you want to call it. it just, they just didn't look fun to me. Even when I would see massive battles happening on the screen, if I went to a friend's house and they were watching it, I would get, I would get bored. Um, it wasn't until like a... I guess at this point, it's been over a year now, like a year and a half ago when I decided to give him a chance. And and it got me. Lord of the Rings did. Harry Potter, uh, it took me twice to to really appreciate it. I, I gave it a shot one time in Oregon. I've watched most of them, but very passively, where I would keep checking my phone and... Stuff like that. And I'd, I didn't even finish the last one, the part two of Deathly Hollows. Then I had to wait a whole year, pretty much, to give it a shot again. And I, at that time, I loved it. I would keep my phone in my room while I watched in the living room and enjoyed it. I watched it all. And by that time, I've already seen Lord of the Rings like three or four times at that point. The first time I, I actually sat down and watched Lord of the Rings, it was like, okay, yeah. Okay, I like it, fine. And then I watched it again, like, okay, I, I really like it. And then again, and then the last time I watched it, which was a couple weeks ago, like, damn, this is a good fucking movie. It's a good trilogy. It's like one of those movies, one of those franchises where you just appreciate it more and more every time you watch it. The Hobbits are okay. Not as good. But, but yeah. It's a good story. Even though there are a few errors, or plot holes, or things that leave me questioning, like, how? Wait, what? There's a few of those scenes, but it's not, it's nothing to, like, not watch it over, you know. Oosh, kebab. Uh, where was I going with this? Yeah, I was sick. And that's, that's the reason I didn't make a podcast earlier on. And then later I just got busy because I was just working all the time. And right now, working for Amazon, 
uh, we're picking up the slack or we're, we're kind of working for, so one of the companies that delivered for Amazon got let go, I guess they just did terribly with their FICO scores and a FICO score is basically, so when you're out delivering for Amazon, you have to have another app running in the background that is tracking your driving habits. You know, it's tracking uh, how hard you accelerate, how hard you brake, how hard you turn, just everything. And if you, if you, if you fuck up once, you get dinged. And it brings down your score, and your whole your whole driving team, you're you're all being tracked. So if you all do terribly, your your team average is going to drop dramatically, and you want to have a score of at least eight hundred. And our team, when I first got there, it was they're averaging like seven seventy six, and. My first few scores were like 720 or something because I I fucking, I always get dinged on accelerating, acceleration. And I've been trying to like focus on it, but I just can't figure out what exactly I'm doing. But yeah, acceleration is always my issue. Also phone distraction, it like... It also dings you like if the car is moving and you're pressing the phone on like on the map or something. I'm not like checking Twitter or something, but I'm using the map on the work phone to go to the next location. And sometimes I forget to like I forget that the car is moving as I'm about to pull pull over, and I'll hit it before the car completely stops, and I'll get dinged for that. But it's I'm slowly. Uh, getting better at that. It's acceleration for me where I, I can't seem to figure out what the hell I'm doing wrong. Uh, obviously, I'm accelerating, I guess. Maybe maybe I got to keep my BPM below 3,000 or something. But uh, where was I going with this? But yeah, so one of the companies got let go. So our team has had to basically double our workload. So typically you would have 130 stops to go on your route. But lately it's been 170 plus. And it man, every stop counts. You know, every second as a delivery driver, if you're trying to finish as early as possible because you do have an incentive to finish early because if let cuz at least for the company I work for we we're guaranteed 9 hours of pay. So if you finish in 5 hours, you still get uh 4 extra hours. So there there is incentive to finish as early as possible. But lately I haven't been able to cuz you know 170 stops it's going to take you all day. But if you're, for a delivery driver, if you're someone who's trying to finish early, every second counts. So that's, that's why apartments suck so bad. Because 
you can have you can have two packages to deliver to some apartment place, but a lot of apartments you need keys to get in or somebody to ring you in, and then you got to go up the second floor or something like that, and it, it's chaos sometimes. So aggravating, but um, but yeah, I guess this podcast is more of an update, like what's going on in my life right now. Uh, I'm 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 tired a lot right now lately, but it's a good tired. You know, it's a it's a kind of tired that m- makes me feel confident. Like, oh, look at me. I'm being productive because I'm fucking tired. Um, yeah. As long as I'm still doing the things I need to be doing, working seven days a week seems pretty manageable so far. I don't doubt that I'll get burned out eventually. And also, I'm going to be spending the summer in Utah. I'm not... No way I'm going to be working seven days a week while living in Utah in the summer. Fuck that, dude. I want to go explore. (laughs) So eventually I will quit. But in my head right now, that probably won't be until after April. But my mind can change very quickly. That's something I notice with myself. So... That's what's ideal, because if I can manage this for that long, that's a lot of money saved up, and that's more than enough to leave my apartment, uh, get a van, and yeah, but, but, you know, burnout is not a, a thing to reckon with, But if I do finish early or something like that, if I quit earlier, I'll let you know. But I'm I'm also getting better at going to sleep. That's another thing. Because I, I do want to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning so I can go work out. And also code afterwards on days I work for Amazon. Because I, I don't work till 11 for Amazon. And so that's that's plenty of time to do things. So I'm 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 this this work schedule is giving me good habits. I'm I'm cuz cuz they say the best way to get rid of a bad habit is just to replace it either with a good habit or just to stay busy. That's kind of what I'm doing. I'm also cooking a lot more at home. I'm not buying as much fast food stuff. Um yeah, uh, I'm not jerking off. I'm I'm doing no fap right now. Classic mode. I'm doing classic mode this time though. Which, hmm. Classic mode basically means you're still allowed to have sex, but you you can't have sex with yourself. You can't use your hands to to achieve orgasm. Uh, last time I did hard mode, and that was that was hard. <laughs> hard mode is where you can't have sex. You, no orgasms, period, unless they're a wet dream and you can't control it. But 
classic mode is a little looser. But that's that's just me allowing myself to have sex. That doesn't mean I will have sex. Because I haven't been having sex. And that's fine. That's that's fine. But I'm allowing myself. I have the option. You know, I'm not a monk or a priest. I can still get laid if I want. Or if I can. That's that's probably a better way to put it. <laughs> um but also, yeah, I'm reading a book a week right now. I decided to do that three weeks ago because that was the first book I read in a week. It was three weeks ago. I mean, I've read books in a week, less than a week, like many times in the past, but this time around. So back in 2018, I read 36 books, which is three books a month. For a year. Yeah, 3 times 12 is 36. Um, my goal this year is to hit 40. I, I didn't really give myself a, like when to stop reading a book a week. But uh, at this time that I'm recording this, for the month of March, I have read... Uh, Five books already. Uh, but also, I, I didn't decide this until three weeks ago, but I, I was finishing up a book into March. So like a couple days into March, I finished the book that I started in February. And also, audiobooks count for this. I have listened. I'm a delivery driver, so I've finished three audiobooks. Pimp, Ego's Enemy. No, two audiobooks, and I've read three. I've read three books. Well, I've I finished four books that I read in March and listened to two audiobooks this month already. Woo! And that that's getting a lot easier. Uh, the the books I'm reading. I'm I started off with Meditations by Marcus Aurelius, which is a very good book, but it's also a very short book. It was 170 pages, so that's roughly 25, 24 pages a day, something like that. And then the next book was um, freaking like 224 and then 270. So I'm, I'm slowly trying to read more pages a day. Oof. And I'm also considering... Going back to themes for a month. Because it seems kind of... Like it doesn't seem like a good idea to read Meditations, which is a, a book on like Stoicism and philosophy, and then switch to a book about... Fucking... Uh, like a fiction, like Ready Player One, like a, a very different book, you know, because then you'll easily forget what you read previously. So I I like the idea of reading three books all regarding the same topic. And because I think, you know, if I'm trying to learn something about stoicism or Saving money or investing money. That's something I've sort of been thinking about lately. 
I have some money invested now in Bitcoin, uh, which I I made like a hundred percent profit on it <laughs> so far. It's it's very volatile right now, but I've made a lot compared to how much I put in. But what was I? But yeah, um, I, I like the idea of themes. That way, my brain for a month is focused on one topic, and it's being articulated three different times, or something like that. And also, the idea of like, like I, I've been hearing a lot about like health, wealth, wisdom. You know, that's what you want in life. You want more health. More wealth, more wisdom. So I like the idea of doing that in books, like themes. So the first month, health, maybe for a health theme, like a subgenre of health would be like meditation, diet, exercise, yoga, sex, that could be one. Uh, anything where I guess you, you're sort of learning something new, like something to add to your daily routine or a practice, you know, health would require like giving yourself some sort of practice, I imagine. And then wealth, that would be saving money, investing money, uh, things like maybe starting a business. I don't know about that, but you know, it's, it's a category. Bitcoin would be a category. Things like that. I guess most people would probably be better with like microeconomics. Like just how to save money, like how to manage your money properly. That, that'd probably be the most common category to go to. And then wisdom Wisdom's a lot looser. You know, wisdom are books I generally, I guess I would, like like psychology, history, philosophy, things like that, which are books I generally tend to read more of. I think most, out of all those categories, I think most people would read those in terms of nonfiction. Also, you could add fiction books to the wisdom genre. Wisdom is kind of more like, Whatever you find interesting, I think that's probably the best way to spend a month of reading books on wisdom. Like, what is your version of wisdom? And this is books that you find fun, interesting, things that keep you going. And then you repeat. Health, wealth, wisdom, repeat. Health, wealth, wisdom, repeat. I like the thought of doing that. It seems it, it seems like it can easily get boring, especially in the wealth department, because money books aren't always fun. And a lot of the times they give you tasks to do, they give you some kind of homework or something to write down. So the thought of it is very appealing, but we'll see. You know, uh, I'll, I'll see how I... How I handle it. I don't know. I don't even know what what category to start with. I guess health. Oh, it doesn't really matter. I don't want to start with wisdom though, 
because that's already something I'm already doing. I want to start with something more outside of my focus, which I guess is health or wealth. I have read like personal finance books like that, and I, I do remember a lot. Rich Dad, Poor Dad is the perfect book for that. I haven't read too many health books, though. Not many books on nutrition or exercise regimes. Nothing like that. So maybe that should be something I start with. Something I, I don't generally read about. But if I do, the books all have to be the same topic. So if I'm reading about nutrition, every book I read that month has to be about nutrition. And yeah. Or there's there's a lot of breathing books out there. How to properly breathe. You would think it's a simple task, but you'd be surprised from what I hear. I'd have to read about it first and then explain it to you. They say if you read four books of the same topic, you know more than 90% of the population does on that topic. I don't know how accurate that is, but most people in general don't read anyway. And most people don't focus on certain topics, you know, they stay within their own realms. So I guess I I wouldn't doubt that that's an accurate number. Reading four books of the same topic gives you more knowledge of that topic than 90% of the population. That's kind of cool, you know, because especially like when you commit to reading a book a week, it, it it almost makes reading easier because now you have a like a for me it, it seems to be making reading easier because because I know by the end of next week I'll be reading a new book. And the last two books I read, I finished in less than a week. <clears throat> um yeah, it's just it's it's easier when you know how many pages you're supposed to read that day. You know, you just take how many pages it has and then divide it by seven, and that's what you got to read that day. And it just it makes shit easier. I don't know why. I guess because you know what you need to get to, what page you need to get to. I'm not like generally when I read a book, and I'm like ten pages in, I'm already kind of getting bored. And I'm looking ahead to see like when the chapter ends and stuff like that. But now that I know what page I have to get to, it just it's easier. And the fact that you'll be reading a new book next week, um, it, yeah, just the thought of learning a new topic on something just seems bearable, more doable. Because it's just like a few weeks of it, you know? Yeah, I don't know. But also, whatever I'm reading in these books, I plan on implementing. That's why I want it to be the same topic. So I'm spending a whole month uh, diving into it and uh, using it in my 
regular everyday life. So we shall see, baby. I just did 40 minutes. It's a lot longer than I anticipated. Um, I don't even know what I'm going to call this podcast, but whatever. <clears throat> I It's 7 o'clock here, so I am going... I guess get ready for bed, because that's kind of what I do now. I go to bed early. I'll read for a little bit, have my phone off, and then, yeah, I'll go to bed. But I'm back. Also, I deleted my my Instagram, my my podcast Instagram page. Just because I got, I didn't, I didn't want to keep up with it. I, w- I was tired of promoting my podcasts. If people find it, they find it. But whatever. I don't care who's listening anymore. This is just for me at this point. So, all right. Peace. Me and possibly you.